Consciousness and Understanding Channelings from Clyde Trepanier Volume 3 Continued Sessions from May 1961 Thursday, May 11th, 1961 Greetings to you, my friends. I come to you in love and understanding. I shall speak a few words on the law of giving. Earth people do not have an understanding of universal laws. Therefore, they have difficulty in living the laws. They defy the laws instead of cooperating with them. When they have great need, they give less and receive less, and their need becomes greater. Many of your people have doubts about how the people of other planets live in plenty. Those who understand the laws go to great lengths to give, to be of service. Therefore, they have great abundance and a never-ending supply of all things. Man must realize the importance of thought in giving. He shall receive according to his attitude in giving. Many have received, not knowing how or why, and it is not important that they do know. It is enough that the law is working. It is not for us to determine the way the law works, for it works in many mysterious ways. But know the law works, and that the source of supply is unlimited. Many of your people give for a material compensation with the expectation of receiving. They give in great selfishness, lust, and greed. When they give with this thought in mind, that that they receive will not bring good eventually. There are many universal laws that your people do not know about. These laws were made by your Creator for your own good, and they are just for your Creator is the law. He only asks that you live the laws. Peace be with you. Peace. Tuesday, May 16th, 1961. Good evening to you, my friends. I am Yom. Will it be all right if I interrupt your meditation now? Group. Yes. Yum. As I have been moving about among earth people, it becomes more apparent day by day to me of the need of man upon this planet to learn more of the inner man, or to come into a realization of what he really is. I find that man has very little realization of his potentialities, so to speak. I have checked or investigated, as you would say, many of your races, 
and I find that this condition is quite prevalent wherever I go. But I do find that man is becoming more, shall we say, curious about himself. He is beginning to want to know. He is beginning to have somewhat of a curiosity, shall we say? I still have some trouble expressing in your language, so if you will bear with me, I will try to do my best. For some time now, I have been among the people behind the Iron Curtain, as you would say. There is great need here for light workers, but you would be surprised too, my friends, to find that here too, as in your country, people are seeking to know the truth. I would say that they, perhaps, have to work a little more undercover, but nevertheless, there are those people here who are seeking, and we, who are truly working in the light, are interested in all peoples who are seeking truth. But here are many people who are also attempting to discover who and what they are. They are asking, what is this inner man? What do I consist of? What makes me function? Where are my powers, my capabilities? What can I accomplish? Man is quite complex, yet man is quite simple when he is understood. But you see, as we exist in this physical, chemical plane of existence, this, I might add, this dream world, for in reality this plane of existence is a dream world, is not the real existence of man, for man is truly not what you see here as man. In reality, he is a spiritual being, and he has great power within him to create. Once he can open his consciousness and really begin to see and realize who and what he is, he finds himself in possession of tremendous powers. Those beings who truly have this understanding have no problems in having anything that their consciousness can conceive of, for man is truly consciousness, and he can create for himself anything that he can bring within his consciousness. There has stood among you tonight, my friends, a being of this nature. Whether or not you knew this depends upon your awareness. Can you conceive, my friends, of being able to bring into being anything that you desire? Space is full of substance. Everything that ever was or ever shall be now exists. It is merely a matter of transforming energies or substance into whatever you desire to create. Mind has great power. It is all a matter of utilizing these powers to the good of yourself and to the good of mankind. Man has no limitations in his true being, but you see, we create a dream world of obstacles. 
we do not look beyond what we think as reality into the true reality. So my friends, realize that you have created for yourselves a world of lack, of illness, and begin to see beyond these things. Instead of recognizing what you believe to be real, look beyond and see perfection. See a world of plenty, of health, of happiness, and learn to expect and accept these things. You see, you have to begin to know. Not to believe, but to know. Believing is not enough. Faith is not enough. You have to know. Does this make sense to you, my friends? Group. Yes. Yum. Then let us know. Let us not believe. Let us go forth with the knowing that we are all powerful, that we can create that which we want and need. But let us also be humble, be grateful. Let us be ever reverent to our Creator, and let us have always upon our lips a song of thankfulness, of appreciation, and a desire to serve to serve our fellow man. Also, let us build within us a consciousness of love, of true love and understanding for our brother creators. And let us always use our powers in a way that will benefit all mankind. For when we use these powers selfishly, greedily, our benefits will not bring us peace, happiness, or well-being. So, my friends, let us go forth and hold our heads high. Let us look up and out to our Creator, knowing that we and our Creator are one, that He dwells always within us. Therefore, we are endowed with all His powers. We need only to call them forth. My friends, it has been my pleasure to again be with you tonight. I wish to extend my thanks and my gratitude for accepting me into your midst. I hope I have been of some little service to you. If I have, then I am happy. As I leave, I extend to you my deepest love and understanding, and I hope you will extend yours to me. Group. We do. Yum. Thank you, my friends. It has been my pleasure. Good night to you. Wednesday, May 24th, 1961. Greetings in the light, my friends. I am Oxel. Once more, my friends, it is my privilege to speak with you. As we are sitting here in space outside your solar vortex, continually making observations and calculations, we find that the negativity that has collected in the aura of your planet over many generations of your peoples 
is beginning to have its reactions upon your peoples and their affairs. We find a great tension growing among your people, a great unrest. But as we look farther, we find that behind this unrest is a desire that is growing in the minds and consciousness of your people. As we told you in the beginning of our contact with you, people of Earth are being awakened to a choice. They are beginning to realize that there are two ways to go and that they must make a choice. However, the choice in the minds of all people are not as we would like to see it. There are those that are not using the path of service, the path of light, love, and understanding. But many, too, are those who are coming into the realization that to follow a path other than the path of service to humanity would be folly. And also in the minds of these is being raised a realization that they must be freed from the shackles that have bound them for so many generations. And so you see a great movement beginning to take place among your peoples, a movement to free themselves from the bondage that they have found themselves victims of. But the realization of the true desire that lurks within their hearts has not yet come into the consciousness of most of them, a realization that burns deep within, that has not yet been recognized for what it is. And this, my friends, is a desire that burns within the hearts of all mankind, to truly know who and what he is, to come into a true realization of the inner man, of what it is and what he consists of, and what are his desires and abilities. Earth man has not yet come into the realization that he himself is a great spiritual being endowed with great powers to create, that he carries within him the full power of his creator. If man but comes into a slight realization of this, he is on his way to new heights in understanding, to new heights of experience, to experiences that are beyond his fondest dreams. The search for truth, my friends, is a long search. But as man treads the corridors of time with a realization that he has within him locked all knowing, he realizes that each moment, each experience is bringing him nearer and nearer to some of the great realizations that man is destined to experience. We who have experienced somewhat more than earth man, perhaps have a greater appreciation of what lies ahead. Yet our understanding of this great power that lies beyond is only slight. We too are searching for higher and greater truths. We realize how we too must search and grow. We also realize that those who have stepped beyond us in understanding are reaching back to give us a helping hand. And therefore, we also must reach down and give a helping hand to our brothers who have not yet reached our level of understanding. 
And so it goes, my friends, each extending a helping hand to his brother man who needs and can use his help. And thus, we all grow together. Sometimes I think, my friends, that we are more anxious for Earthman to grasp these realizations than he himself is. Man must grow by his own efforts. The more effort he puts forth, the more he can be helped. So you see, beloved friends, it is important for each man to realize the importance of his own efforts in his spiritual growth. Earthman has reached the point where he must grow spiritually. Many civilizations have come and gone upon your planet. The failure of each civilization has been its lack of balance. Man has not kept pace with his spiritual growth and understanding. He seems prone to put forth great efforts to achieve scientific advancement and neglects his spiritual growth. Thus, the balance becomes more and more unbalanced. And so man has achieved scientific knowledge but lacks the spiritual understanding to handle the powers that he finds himself in possession of. Thus, he brings destruction upon himself. Earthman again stands at this point. We hope to be able to bring into man's heart a realization of these things that he may bring about his own salvation. We do not want to interfere in the affairs of Earthman, and we sincerely hope it will not be necessary. But for the good of your system, your solar system, it is possible that this might have to be done. But we shall do everything in our power to bring man into the realization of what he must do to bring about his own salvation. And believe me when I say, many minds that are in high places in your civilization are not easy to influence. The greed for power has so possessed their hearts that they are not easy to reach, and Earthman is going to find it necessary to pass through some very unpleasant experiences in order to bring these realizations into his heart. But these things are only the results of man's own actions. They are only the working of the law. For universal law is so constructed that it brings about its own reaction, and no one escapes from the law. My friends, I leave you by extending to you the love, the light, and the understanding of my people. I am Oxel. Saturday, May 27th, 1961. Good evening, my friends. Once more, it is my pleasure to be a guest in this household. I hope I am welcome. Group. Yes. Yom. Thank you. What shall we talk about tonight, my friends? Do you have a subject that you would prefer to talk about? 
your hour is rather late, so I will not stay with you too long. Questioner. Did you hear our conversation tonight, Yom? Yom. Yes, I have been among you for some time, although most of you were not aware of my presence. Questioner. Then, would you tell us if our version or interpretation of creation is correct? Yom. Yes, I think you covered this subject fairly well. Of course, there are many details that we could go into if you like. Man in his original state, according to my understanding, and this, my friends, is my understanding. I do not ask you to accept what I say, but take into your own heart and weigh it well. I can only give to you what my understanding is and what I can accept at my present level of understanding as truth. Questioner. Since you think that we covered the subject of creation fairly well in so short a time, would it be better to discuss the powers of man? Yom. If you would prefer to discuss the powers contained within man and what you refer to as mind, I shall attempt to share with you my understanding. Man is first a spiritual being. What you now see and experience Perhaps this will be a little hard for you to accept, but the existence or the plane of life in which you now exist is perhaps the greatest dream world you will ever experience, for you are truly living in a make-believe world or existence. For what you are experiencing here at this moment and every moment of your existence here is but a creation of your own mind, and it is not real at all. You are not experiencing man in his true expression, but man as you have created him in your mind. The mind of man is all-powerful. It contains power far beyond what any of you could possibly conceive of and I am speaking now only from my own experience, and I am sure that mind goes far beyond my concept. I would prefer to refer to this as consciousness. To me, this is a better word, for man is pure consciousness in his purest form, and man can be and have what he can expand his consciousness to create for him. As you came into this dream world in which you now live, you lost all memory of your past experience, so far as your present consciousness is concerned. If you, my friends, could awaken yourselves enough to bring back into your consciousness some of your past experiences, you would suddenly realize that this is only a dream but it is necessary for some of us to experience these dreams. Therefore, we find ourselves in situations such as this. Now, 
It may be quite difficult for you to accept this, but I am sure that if you would consult any master, either upon your plane here or any other plane of life, he would agree with me. On some levels of life, where man is more conscious of the power contained within himself, of the power of what you call the mind, he finds that he is able to bring into creation his every desire, his every need. Through his mind, by a little concentration, he brings into being that which he desires. The problems that might arise are solved in the same manner. You see, my friends, how simple it is? Questioner, it doesn't seem simple to us. It seems very difficult. Young. Yes, my friends, I realize this. And that is why we have talked so much about consciousness, about expanding your consciousness, opening it up to take in more and more. Now, the fact that you are living in what I refer to as a dream world does not mean that in the same dream world you cannot expand your consciousness to bring into being that which you desire. You see, there is no need for lack, for sickness, for racial problems, and all of these things if man would but expand his consciousness, expand it out. But man must know. He must know that these things are possible, that they are within his rights. The mistake so many of your people make is that they believe some of these things. They say they have faith, but this is not quite enough. They have to know. It is necessary for man, if he is to really demonstrate, to widen out his consciousness, to include these powers, he must bring into his being a knowing. For as soon as you have a little bit of doubt, then you start dreaming. Questioner. Then, when we begin to know the true reality of our sonship, then this dream world becomes less and less real, and we begin to know the true reality. Is that right? Yum. That is right. As your knowing increases, the dream world fades away, and you begin to see the reality of things. To see beyond all of this, you begin to see into the reality of man. For man is truly a great being. Questioner. Excuse me again. Then we would be getting back to that state that we spoke of this evening, where we knew we were true creators before we started experimenting on our own, and now we are getting back into that true state? Yum. We are trying. We are trying. As we expand this consciousness, we will get there. But, my friends, we seem to be afraid to expand our consciousness. We are afraid that it might not be so. But let us hold our heads high and declare ourselves 
let us declare our rightful place in creation. You know, I think your peoples make a great mistake when they bow their heads in prayer. When we pray, my friends, let us hold our heads high, look up and out. Not up to our Creator, but out from our Creator, for we are the Creator. You see, Earth people are battling a great race consciousness that tells them they are limited. They cannot do this. They cannot do that. They must be sick. They must be poor. My friends, as long as they accept this as being the truth, that is exactly what they will have. For man is exactly what he can conceive of, what he can be conscious of. You, my friends, all of you have the power to roam the universe at will. You do not need a vehicle to travel in. But you have, through the centuries, told yourselves that you are controlled by a physical body. But you see, man has the power to cast his body aside, to lay it aside and travel the universe, if he believes he can, or if he knows he can. And he has also the power to come back and take it up and use it again if he cares to. And too, my friends, you do not need words to communicate. Man needs to learn to use the mind that he has. Yours is the only planet in your system where they bother to use words to communicate. And when you can convey an idea to another person by thought, he clearly understands you. You do not get involved in interpretation of words. So often in using words for communication, man has great difficulty in understanding what another is trying to convey to him. Does this give you some idea of what power man contains? Questioner. Yes, thank you. Yum. Then do not limit yourself, for you have great powers much more than you could possibly conceive of at this time. Now, my friends, the hour is late. I do not wish to bore you. It has been my pleasure and my joy to be once more in your presence. I should like to thank the members of this household for accepting me again, and I wish to extend to each of you my very deepest love, blessings, and my understanding. It has been my pleasure, my friends. Good night. Wednesday, May 31st, 1961. Good evening to you, my friends. I am Yom. Once more, it is my pleasure to come among you and to share with you my understanding. My friends, we have observed your people very closely, and when I say we, I am speaking of many, many beings from other places, both upon your planet and from other planets, from other realms in what you call space. 
your peoples are being observed very closely by all realms of life. There is a great interest taken in the evolution of Earth man and in the events that are now taking place and are to take place upon your planet. It is interesting to see from a point, I suppose you would say, outside of your realm, to observe people's reactions and actions as they go about their daily life attempting to grow in understanding, to reach a higher level of what you might call evolution. But you see, my friends, they miss their opportunity so often through their lack of understanding of universal laws. Man of Earth has been told down through his civilizations about what you call the Golden Rule, has had many laws given him to follow. Yet, man, knowing these things, seems to completely ignore what he knows to be true. Yet, Sometimes we wonder if man really believes these things to be true. Man talks a great deal about understanding his fellow being. He talks a great deal about the fact that man must learn to live together, that the earth, due to modern science, is becoming smaller and smaller, that he must learn to live in peace if he is to survive at all. Yet he does the very opposite his actions do not correspond with his words. So you see, it becomes quite amusing as you observe these things from the outside. You wonder if man is not using a lot of words that to him mean nothing at all. And we also observe students of truth and people who feel that they are righteous, shall we say, who feel that they are living a righteous life I believe that is the word that is used so much by your people. Yet these people will have very little tolerance for their fellow man if he does not agree with their thinking, or if he does not do just what the other person thinks is the right thing to do. They are very quick to criticize, to condemn, to judge this person. Is this not true, my friends? Do you not find this as you look around yourself? Earth man must come into a realization that the only way he is going to serve and to save his civilization is to grow within himself, to build within himself a consciousness of love, of understanding, to be able to tolerate his fellow man and realize that each man and each woman expresses according to their understanding. You see, if we could grow within ourselves so that we demonstrate in our lives these things, we would become such a shining example of life that those whom we meet and associate with would want to have what we have then their lives would also change, for the desire within them would burn so brightly that they would begin to change their own lives so that they might experience what we are experiencing. We can do a great deal of talking, but unless we bring these things into being in our own life, they have availed us little. 
Now, my friends, I realize I am not telling you anything that you do not already know, but sometimes it is good for us to do a little investigating, so to speak, into our own lives and see just how much we are living that which we talk about. I know in my own life, I find that I must do this quite often, to remind myself to be ever aware of what is going on within me, for that is the most important thing for each of us. Because we are not going to improve the world in which we live unless we first improve our own life. Now, I think I have carried on here about long enough. I'm told that there is another here who would like to say a few words for the benefit of the guest here tonight. So, my friends, I shall leave you now. It has been my pleasure and my joy to be with all of you tonight, and I wish to extend to this household my gratitude for being permitted to be your guest. I wish to extend to each of you my love, my blessings, and my understanding. Good night to you, my friends. Good night to you. <laughs>